by talking to more people, by remaining at this surface level. We're not giving a client that we truly desire to work with, that we see as our ideal, a reason to choose us as their advisor. We're not giving them a reason because what we're pretty much saying is that, hey, I offer the same thing as everyone else. We have to erase that surface level approach and really just go deeper so that we can begin to compete and stand out. There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I am really excited about today's conversation. I'm excited because we are going to talk about mindset and not mindset from the standpoint of believe in yourself, be consistent, go for what you want. Those are all very, very important. I don't mean to make light of them, but we want to dive a little bit deeper today and talk about some mindset shifts that will really help you grow your business. And it's because these shifts that we need to make go a little bit beyond our self-belief and our self-trust and really tap into some of the things that we we may be believing as expectations or norms that can be holding us back. So we are going to jump right into this conversation. I think it's going to be a great one. So let's get started. Here's the thing. When you're looking to grow your business and attract more clients or even land larger contracts, you have to continue to elevate your mindset. The old thoughts that you had before will not take you to new places. And this is a constant battle. It's, it's a constant process that we have to go through. This is why mindset is such a huge focus for elite athletes and other competitors. It's really the mindset that they have that allows them to achieve and reach their goals. And this mindset shift goes far beyond just the whole aspect of self-belief. We know we have to have self-belief and self-trust. Those are things that are essential for us to even begin the journey. But once you're deep into the process, then you have to think about how you're going to continue to move forward because and every step along the way is going to become more challenging. It's going to become more difficult. And so that is why your mindset has to elevate. And the way that we view our journey and how we really define the, the norm and the standard can significantly impact our success. I mean, these are the thoughts that we have to continue to shape because this is what we have been ingrained to believe over years, over decades. It's an ever-evolving journey. It's something that won't be erased overnight. So we want to think about how we can begin to reframe these messages, these long-standing 
often incorrect messages that we have believed over time that are causing us to not be as successful, that are hindering our process, and really consider what we need to think as a new thought in order for us to move forward. And so this is our conversation, and I want to share five key mindsets that I've noticed in my practice in particular, that can really hinder progress for a lot of consultants. And I find these to be very common and I see them over and over again. And so that's why I wanted to have this conversation because I wanted to give us something else to consider, something to think about that will help us move forward and to move forward more effectively. So one of the first things that I want you to understand is that traditional methods for growth in consulting were not developed with diversity and accessibility in mind. They weren't. They weren't developed to include anyone that looked like me. And if you look like me, it wasn't considered to look like you. So there was not this aspect of diversity that was included when these methods and strategies and tactics were developed. And so you have to be mindful that modification is going to be required. And that's one key mindset shift that we have to make. Because if we're going into it believing that we can execute traditional tactics, strategies, and methods to derive a a positive result, it's going to be more difficult. It's not that it won't occur or that it can occur, but you have to realize that it was not designed for you to use it successfully. And so if it wasn't designed with you in mind, there has to be a realization that you're probably going to have to adapt somehow. You're probably going to have to make some adjustments. You're probably going to have to modify your approach so that it works effectively for you based upon your circumstances, based upon your experiences, based upon the lived reality that you're bringing to the table. Those are things that are very, very real. And it's very important for you to realize that those things impact your ability to really execute in a traditional way, which is why it becomes very difficult for new early stage consultants to just follow along and believe that they can pick up where someone has dropped this roadmap and believe that they're going to just walk right in to a million dollar year or walk into a huge, massive contract just based upon these techniques that are being shared by typically white males in our industry because their reality is not yours. And that's not a bad thing. It's just recognizing this difference and understanding that although what they're sharing may have worked for them, although that what they're sharing may be valuable insight, that may be something that you can actually use, you probably still are going to have to modify it to suit your purposes. And so when we're able to make this initial mindset shift, it allows us to stop wasting time on ineffective methods and ineffective tactics. Because then instead of sticking to the book, we understand that we have to create something new. We have to think out of the box. We have to follow what we know to be the reality, the experience, the truth in our personal situation. Those are the things that are going to make you more successful. So this first initial mindset shift is to really throw a lot of those traditional methods and approaches out the window. Take what you need from them. Understand some basic concepts. Understand how you can use that to then create something that works better for you. But know that there is going to be some modification that is needed because those strategies and those tactics were not developed with you in mind. 
Okay, so the second mindset shift that we need to make is understanding that surface level solutions will not help you stand out and effectively compete in a more sophisticated market. Your prospects and definitely your ideal client has already been introduced to a number of services that are similar to yours. We are at a point where we have to find ways to more effectively stand out from our competition. That's the whole aspect of positioning and really understanding our place within the market that is going to help us grow. But when we are focusing on these surface level solutions and really delivering what in essence becomes a commodity, it's going to make it more difficult because then you're not offering something different. You're offering something that they can easily find from another consultant or even on Google, right? And we want to move beyond that because number one, your expertise is more valuable than that. You can go into more depth. I think a lot of times we get scared because we think about the fact that going into more depth means that we are going to eliminate the possibility of reaching more people. But when we do that, the thing that we're not realizing is that by talking to more people, by remaining at this surface level, we're not giving a client that we truly desire to work with, that we see as our ideal a reason to choose us as their advisor. We're not giving them a reason because what we're pretty much saying is that, hey, I offer the same thing as everyone else. And when people are looking for something that is unique and something that's special that they are willing to pay for and pay well for, it has to be different. Instead of focusing on these things that we think will attract the masses, we have to dig deeper and focus on how we can really pull out those elements of our expertise and what we're able to share so that it is seen as special, so it's seen as unique, so it's seen as providing insight that others don't have. Think about it. If you are trying to build your business and you are looking for help from a consultant, you want the inside scoop. You want to know what others don't know. You want someone to guide you in a way that is going to help you to win more business and to stand out. You don't want someone that's going to give you the same strategy that everyone else has. That's how your prospects are thinking through the whole aspect of securing your services. That's what they're thinking about. Who is going to help me stand out? Who is going to help me become better? Even if you're in the business to consumer space, who is going to make me a better person? Who is going to make me able to achieve my goal when I have been unable to do so by myself? Those are the things that are going to help you to really attract the business that you desire. So that second mindset shift, we have to erase that surface level approach and really just go deeper so that we can begin to compete and stand out. Okay, number three. Now I am coming for a number of people I know with this one, myself included, but the third mindset shift that we have to make is that fact that your degrees, your certifications, and your past experiences are no longer enough. They're not. You need to show how the unique skills and expertise you've acquired over time from those degrees, certifications, and past experiences, you have to show how that can actually transform the lives or the life of someone's business. You can no longer rely on a piece of paper to justify the fact that you deserve to be paid for the knowledge you know. It is very difficult in today's environment 
to really hang your hat on that. Because now the world of not just entrepreneurship, but the world of work in general is just completely changing. And we are seeing more and more individuals grow healthy, vibrant, thriving businesses without having all of, you know, kind of the, this paper under their belt. And while I am one that highly values education, I have been through the educational ring myself. I have a number of different degrees and certifications myself. So I know the value. The value though is not in the actual piece of paper or the fact that you got the degree or the certification. The fact is that the value is in your ability to use that information effectively, to use that information with your lived experience to then provide a unique perspective that clients want to hear, that clients need, that clients want. That's the value. We no longer can rely on the fact that we have these things to somehow justify the fact that we need to be hired as a consultant. Because that is not true. There are a number of ways that people are gaining hands-on experience that really, in all honesty, in some instances, makes them far more qualified to do the job than someone who may have sat in a classroom all day. So we have to think bigger than just the paper and degrees that we hold. And this is one of the reasons why when clients run into difficulty and they're thinking about going back to school and pursuing additional degrees, I always caution them because I want to make sure they're doing it for the right reasons. Once again, I am an advocate for gaining more experience, gaining more knowledge. And really, I'm definitely one that is always learning, always thinking about the next thing that I want to do. I I have additional things that I want to accomplish myself personally, but we want to do that for the right reasons. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is going back and getting these degrees or certifications because they feel as if it's going to help them land more clients. And that is not the case. It's not the case because once again, people are not relying on the paper itself to show them what you can do. They're looking at how you're performing. They're trying to get in front of you so they can really feel what you have to offer. They're deciphering the value through the experiences that they're having with you through whatever points of contact that they have. So that is what is driving the business that you want to achieve or attain. It's not just the degree. And so we have to shift this mindset past, you know, thinking that we need degrees or certifications in order to reach the next level. It's something that, especially as a black female in consulting, it's something that many of us have been ingrained to believe forever. I know that I have always thought that me having extra degrees and certifications that that is somehow going to justify the fact that I deserve to be at a certain place and a certain point. And I do think that there is an argument to be made for whether or not that helps. But I, when it comes to this, this solo consulting entrepreneurial space, I want you to understand that that dynamic is a little bit different and that people are out here really growing and thriving without all of that. And so we can't hang our hats on that anymore. It's time to move beyond that and really think about application of the knowledge that you hold. How can you apply it? How can you apply it to improve the lives and the business of others? Okay, mindset shift number four. 
you no longer have to get approval to follow your intuition. You don't have to get approval to listen to your gut. You don't have to get approval to listen to your past experiences and what they are trying to tell you. You have the ability to make decisions now. You are in the driver's seat. You have nobody to answer to but yourself. It's your business. It's your call. And this can be hard to break from because when we're in a corporate environment, in a traditional environment, we're always seeking a level of approval in order for us to take the next step. And that's why oftentimes we we venture out into this aspect of entrepreneurship or solopreneurship because we are feeling stuck and stagnant by the fact that we have someone constantly looking over our shoulders, someone constantly telling us whether or not we can work on something, whether or not we can use our creativity, whether or not we can proceed in a particular direction or a particular way. And so we want to break free of that. But what often happens is that we enter into our business journey with that same mindset. And we are hesitant to really follow our intuition and listen to what our mind and our past experiences are trying to tell us. When that is definitely one of the the key ways that we can really see the progress and the change that we desire. Because we know when we need to make shifts. We know when we need to make adjustments. We know how we may need to sound or communicate. We know what we may need to say in a particular situation in order to shift the sails in our direction. But we we may not listen to it because we feel like there needs to be some level of approval to tell us it's okay. It's okay to do that thing. It's okay to execute that strategy. It's okay to offer this particular solution. When no longer do you have to wait for that approval, you have the ability now to make those decisions on your own and to follow your intuition. I want you to really think about really leaning more heavily into that, listening to what you're, you're being told internally in terms of how you should move and proceed in your business. Allow your data to drive your actions. Allow those things that you have experienced to guide you as you move ahead. Definitely your intuition is extremely valuable and is something that I want you to focus on using to your advantage. Okay, let's keep going. Now, number five actually piggybacks on number three. And that is the fact that your job is not to convince people with preconceived notions and prejudices that you have a valuable offer. You are solely focused on reaching potential clients that can see you as the embodiment of their solution. Let me say this again, because I want to make sure that you really, really get this one. You are no longer trying to convince people with preconceived notions and prejudices that you have a valuable offer. You're not. And I think that we get into this cycle because it's something that we are used to carrying from our corporate environment. And if we've ever been faced with proving ourselves and trying to justify the fact that we deserve to be in a particular position, we can carry this over into our consulting business. We can carry this over into our consulting practice and we can begin to present ourselves in a way that is in essence, trying to justify the fact that we deserve to be there. We're trying to convince people that we can actually offer them help, 
that we can offer them a solution. And when I say that we're trying to convince them, I don't mean just trying to show them the solution and get them to decide whether or not we can actually be a a viable option for them. I'm talking about where you're trying to convince people that from the start, don't believe that you hold the intelligence or the knowledge or the experience to provide the help that they need. And so your job is not to convince them otherwise. I would say don't waste your time trying to convince them otherwise, because in all likelihood, there is absolutely nothing that you can say or do that is going to make them change their opinion of you, because that opinion is not based on fact, it's not based on reality, and it's not something that you can impact. That's on them. And I want us to just drop this heavy baggage of trying to prove ourselves. Because when we do that, it just creates this unnecessary stress and this level of insecurity that we should not have. And I see this over and over again. I see it. I see it in clients. I see it in prospects. I see it in people that I'm just talking to casually at networking events. I see it. And it's because we've been in environments before where we've had to have this defense up. Well, we've had to constantly try and push against what we felt were stereotypes that were being placed upon us, limitations that were being placed upon us. But in this space, when you are building your solo consulting business, this is something that you don't have to deal with anymore. You can choose to focus on those individuals that already see you as an option. And so, This mindset shift is to focus on what you can actually change. So like I said, when you're talking about mindset shifts, mindset shifts go beyond just our internal self-belief and self-trust and things of that nature. It really does tap into some of the things that we have experienced throughout life that create these misconceptions or these preconceived notions and ways that we believe that we have to move forward in order to be successful. And what I'm hoping this episode was able to do is to really introduce you to some ways that you may be able to shift your mindset in another direction to open the door further for you to grow and to succeed and have longevity in this industry. That is our overall goal, definitely the overall goal of this particular podcast. But I'm hoping that you, you better understand that it's okay to be different. It's okay to step out and do things your way. It's okay to be a little bit outside of the box because in that uniqueness, in that special space is actually where your success lies. All right, guys, well, that's another episode of the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. It's my hope that this information has been helpful and that you will share it with a friend. Pass the word along. That's how we can grow and spread the word to help more and more female consultants actually succeed in this industry. And if you can do me a favor, I'd love for you to share your review on Apple Podcasts or your rating on Spotify. It also helps the podcast to reach more people over time. And I can't wait to talk to you again next week. All right. Take care. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.